Memories all alone in the moon. Uh, what are you doing? We're doing cats, right? No, no, not that cats. There's no other cats. Yes, there is. No. No. Scott, I'm going to take you back in time. No. To when cats didn't dance. Oh, fuck me. Cats don't dance. It's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. This must be the place, Hollywood, where the streets are paved with gold, where the kitties never go. Exciting. Tomorrow we go to the zoo. I love you. That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Curland. And I'm I'm still in quarantine. Yes, we're still in quarantine. This is my first podcast that doesn't in- involve a Zoom call. I am still the guest by default. Well, I've had other guests, just you're the first in person. Yes, I- I'm the first in person. Yes. In but- flesh and blood. But why did you want me to do a Zoom call with for us? You were going to be in one room and I was going to be in the other. That made no sense. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Okay. <laughs> for podcasting. <laughs> so we did Cats Don't Dance. Yes, we did. Which should have been the nail in the coffin for Warner Brothers Animation. or It definitely was for Turner Animation. Wasn't it, though? Okay. So in the research, originally this was a Turner movie. Turner did Angus. They did Garden Tess. They did The Babysitter's Club. They did a whole bunch of 90s. No animation. Notice that trend? No animation. Ah. So in 1996, there was a merger of Time Warner and Turner, and they're like, I guess we'll take the Dancing Cat movie. (laughs) It's at the bottom of the pile. It was getting, the script was getting very dusty. (laughs) Yes. So before I go even further. The animator's hands were starting to atrophy. So before I even go further into the history of Cats Don't Dance, blockbuster rule. Oh, boy. What does the back of that video box say? I'm so bad at this. First of all, despite what the title says, uh, first of all, I feel so deceived. I feel lied to, Scott. This movie lied to me. Cats don't dance. The cats do nothing but dance in this movie. They never stop dancing. This movie should have been called- From minute one, they are dancing. This movie should have been called Animals Aren't Supposed to Act. Pretty much, yeah, because basically, so we follow Danny, who's this very optimistic, anthropomorphic cat person. That's not the thing. back of the box. <laughs> and he is on his way to Hollywood where he hopes to become a big, big star, but surprise, discrimination is running rampant in Hollywood. Nothing has changed. <laughs> you- and um, he meets. Uh, another cat and some other animals and there's a villain named Darla Dimple and she's out to crush his and everyone else's dreams. Okay. And they also rented what besides this? Uh, cats and the Pebble La La and the, Land. And the Pebble and the Penguin. Two other movies that suck. And the Pebble and the Penguin. 
Yes, and the pebble and the penguin. So why the pebble and the penguin? Because it literally came out like around the same time as this. Okay, all right. We were surrounded. I was being silly, but <laughs> <laughs> also poorly written songs by a 1970s crooner. Yeah. Well, Pebble and the Penguin was Barry Manlow. This is Randy Newman. Okay. All right. Which makes no sense because Randy Newman had already have two Oscars at this point. Now, did Randy Newman did the opening song? Because there's an opening song he here. He did all of the songs. He did the opening song. Yes, he wrote all of the songs. Which we we have the beginning credits, which does not match the tone of the movie at all. Well, okay. It is so out of place. It does not belong in this movie. I feel like, honestly, that song belongs like in like... A blue collar movie starring Nicolas Cage or like some like family man. Yeah. Like some sort of like family man movie. You know, it it just doesn't fit. There's something about it. I don't know if it's <sighs> the lyrics. Like it just like it's all about like, oh, he's it's an my average Joe <laughs> coming true. And but it it does not fit somehow. Is that the Hollywood where the streets are paved? with? Yeah. The- no, no, not that one. Not the. The one with the opening credits. Oh, okay. Um, Lifeboat on the Sea? Uh, no. No. Big and Loud? No. That's the villain song. Tell Me Lies. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. That's at the end. Our time has come. It's not even in here. It's oh, not my even God. <laughs> it's not, See? Even... even even the phone doesn't realizes it doesn't belong in the movie. Danny's arrival song is the first song on there. That's not that not that song. Right. I remember that one from the trailers because they're like, Meet Danny, a cat who has big dreams of Hollywood. Hollywood where the streets are paved with gold. That's all I remember. Okay. Yeah. That song also sucks, by the way. All of the songs suck. Yeah. They're they're not good. Randy Newman has had an Oscar just, at this point. They're almost just too big for this movie. And the lyrics, like, especially for the villain song, Big and Loud, are very lazy. Yeah. That, I, I have nothing to say there's, about this song. Yeah, I know. There's really nothing we can say. That it's, it's very, there's a lot about this movie with the exception of certain scenes in the animation that are just incredibly, incredibly lazy. You have a shadow on your face right now and you look so sinister. <laughs> oh, I do? Mwah. <laughs> So, uh, little background on this movie. Originally, it was supposed to be produced by Lost Boy Entertainment, which is the production company owned and run by Michael Jackson. And he called it Lost Boys. Because he believed he was Peter Pan. Uh-huh. No, I, I got that. <laughs> he was also supposed to be... I'm just thinking of the irony. He was that. supposed to be in Hook also as Peter Pan until he reread the script. And he was like, I don't like that he's a lawyer. <laughs> That's it? That was his scruple? <laughs> that was the hill he died on? Well, it was also, Peter's not supposed to grow up. <laughs> How can Peter grow up? So, this was supposed to be around the same time as Space Jam. Like, when when it was going into production, so was Space Jam. So, they're like, we'll do our own Space Jam with Michael Jackson. Dance- Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. <laughs> we got a real thing going down. <sighs> Welcome. No, 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 no. I don't feel the enthusiasm radiating off of you. Uh, what if I sounded like this? 
Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. So, uh, Michael Jackson envisioned this being like a hybrid of dancing cats in old Hollywood. I guess that's, isn't that Why just, is it just cats? He liked cats. I don't know. Is it, first, again, they lie to us saying cats don't dance. They do dance. They do nothing but dance in this movie. But it's like, it's not just cats. Well, okay, so this- We th- got hippos. We got fish. We got a turtle. Played by Don we Knotts. We got a penguin. Who, Don Knotts. An elephant. Don Knotts. It's Zootopia before Zootopia. Uh, no, it's not. How dare you? Don't say such an awful thing. This is thing. the poor man's Zootopia. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes. So, uh, Don Knotts, who plays the turtle. Yes. In the research I did, he died in 2006. Um, this was, he died 10 years after this movie came out. Apparently on his deathbed, his no. his daughter had to leave the room because he was making jokes. He was making like Barney Fife jokes. He's like, I'm gonna die. Oh. Well. He died doing what he loved. Being a goof. So, um, yeah. So, also, the cast in this, you have Scott Bakula as the cat who he's... Danny. Danny. Right? Okay. I'm calling him the cat. The cat. <laughs> Scott Bakula. two. Right. Scott Bakula. You're from, 50-50% right. From Quantum Leap. Yep. Jasmine Guy, who was the second Sawyer. Because Nancy. Second Sawyer? Yeah, originally they casted Nancy Giles, who has a more hearty, like. Raspy. Yeah, that's why they got Natalie. Hollywood voice. That's why Natalie Cole, who is Nat King Cole's daughter, is the singing voice. Oh. But Jasmine Guy's voice is very thin, and they should have got, like, someone like Mariah Carey. Mm. Um, Jasmine Guy from A Different World and. Uh, ever uh, what was that happily ever after the hbo animated thing and then ashley pelden played darla dimple and Mm -hmm. she played young phoebe cates in drop dead bread (laughs) okay that's her only other like big role got it um did she she doesn't also do the singing voice does she wait one of them does the singing voice there's two darla dimples okay one of them is I think the singing, vo- yeah, the singing voice is done by Lindsay Ridgway, who was Morgan on Boy Meets World. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You like you don't know Boy Meets World. I no, do. no. She was the second Morgan. Then you also have Kathy and Jimmy as the talking hippo. She was yeah. Bye bye, Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Rice Davies was the mammoth, and. <sighs> Fucking Hal Holbrook was crazy. I'm just going to say, this is a very B-list cast. Well, it's also a very old people movie cast. Yeah. Like, like these are actors that your grandparents know. Yeah. Hal Holbrook, Don Knotts, George Kennedy. Castle Dance, an animated movie for your grandparents. (laughs) Pretty much, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's got that old Hollywood flair. It's supposed to take place in the 1930s. The villain herself is... Basically Shirley Temple, but with major rage issues. So this is a combination of three different movies. Okay. A Shirley Temple movie, obviously. And then you have like a Gene Kelly singing in the rain. Yep. 
And then the darkest of the three is Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> I know nothing of that movie. Sunset Boulevard is it's a movie where it starts out where your main character is dead in a swimming pool. Okay. It's about uh, a diva. Oh my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like the credits open, we've got the song, and then Danny is just like face, face down in a pool. I would have preferred that. But Cats don't dance. They also don't swim. Yeah, so you have a diva Hollywood actress who, in this case, it's Darla Dimple in Sunset Boulevard. It's Gloria Swanson, mm-hmm. who she's washed up, but her butler's name is Max. Ah. And he does her bidding for her. It's all coming together. That's why when when Darla Dimple is wearing the the thing on her head, mm-hmm. the the halo. No, not the halo. The the she's got the mask on her face and she's got the oh yeah the the, the, the towel wrap or whatever. Yeah, that's supposed to be glorious once, and that's supposed to be Sunset got Boulevard. It. Okay. So also her stabbing people in the back and being like. A, an evil bitch which, <laughs> can i say that darla dimple was my favorite part of this movie yeah i'm gonna be honest with you this the, is a character that i feel like would come straight out of like the mind of rachel bloom yeah like you have this very like sweet innocent like shirley temple character but surprise she's this evil monster i also would have preferred who's just days away from stabbing someone in the eye i also would have preferred if she was a little bit older like more like a judy garland I don't know because I do really like the character design for her. Like I love the Shirley Temple-esque design where she's got the curly cues that, you know. But if she had the Dorothy Gale. What do they use for like, they use like almost like, what are they? I'm not a mechanic, so I don't know. Spark plugs or something to keep her curls nice and tight. Yeah. Or, Or if she was actually not a child, if she was just like an adult who's, whose growth was stunted because they gave her like a ton of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you pills to get you up. Childhood stardom. <laughs> they give you pills to get you up. They give you pills to put you down. <laughs> if she if she was what's her In name. In fact, this really she really does remind me of Rachel Bloom's song Child Star. So Darla Dimple, let's just talk about Darla Dimple for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I said, she's this very Shirley Temple-esque character. Everything about her is pink and cute and hearts, and she's a little angel. Yes, Miss Dimper. And yeah, and then we have the juxtaposition of she's a monster. She's part of the problem, shall we say? What? Okay. I just love the. How the... many people do you think Max had killed for her? Oh, tons. I mean, look at him. He's he's gotten the, like. What if he started out as like a small little guy, and, and he just kept doing just... steroids? <laughs> no. He's just, you know, he's expanded over time. Just <laughs> Every time he kills someone, yeah. he gets their soul. <laughs> Come here, Buster Keaton. Sorry, Charlie Chaplin. Come here, Rosalind Russell. Would you say, like, he's a butler or is he like a Hollywood fixer? He's he's supposed to be her butler because he gets okay. her ready in the morning. He's a butler slash bodyguard slash maid. He's like Leon the professional. He's everything. He, and he's her nanny and her hitman. I'm just reminded of Bioshock where they have the big daddies and the little sisters. Yeah. He is a big daddy and she yeah. is a little sister. Yeah. But she runs Hollywood. I would have loved if this movie but of was course. if this movie was darker, I mm-hmm. feel like don't combine Gene Kelly because 
Gene Kelly at this time, they're making Hollywood seem fun and, and exciting. Hollywood in the 1930s, Gene Kelly slapped the shit out of Debbie I Reynolds. Would, I would argue they don't make it fun because like we get the behind the scenes and like all the animals are discriminated against and the parts they're getting suck right that's based and they're always the butt of the joke right that's based on the whole discrimination of minorities that's why um carmen miranda always had to be have like a basket of fruit on her head and singing and dancing and then you have bojangles who was always typecast as the butler again though why is the movie cats don't dance they're not trying to get dancing parts. They're trying to get acting parts. It's not just cats. It's every animal. I don't have any answer the for The title you. is part of the problem, Scott. <laughs> the title? Part of I said it's part of the problem, okay? I didn't say it's the whole problem. But <laughs> the whole problem is the fact that... It is a slice of a problem pie. Also, the fact that the guy who directed Emperor's New Groove directed this... Just saying. Well, we can tell which is the better product. It really, yeah. Not just that. I still... <sighs> I'll turn him into a flea. A harmless little flea. Thank you. And then I'll put that flea in a box. And then I'll put that box in another box. And then I'll mail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. Thank you, Eartha Kit. Once again, he loves casting old Hollywood actors. <laughs> I, I do like the design of Sawyer. I do like the fact that we get um, when she me meets, quote unquote, meets Danny for the first time. Where he's destroying her life? Basically, he's destroying her life. I will say I do enjoy the fact that like clearly they're supposed to be they're supposed to fall in love over the course of the movie. Almost like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone in La La Land. Fuck that movie. This is basically La La Land. You understand that, right? We got the hopeful, we got the hopeful ginger, the hopeful ginger who comes to Hollywood searching for stardom, super optimistic, and then her dreams get crushed. And then she has to rely on the sarcastic, blonde. witty, <laughs> blonde, <laughs> who's also a singer and likes jazz. City of farts. I she the ginger has to rely on the jazz singer. Okay, that that's what doesn't make to sense. To jumpstart their career. Danny's name is Danny. It's not it should be Gene or it should be Kelly. He looks like Danny K. He doesn't look like Gene Kelly. Okay, I scruples. No, that scruples, pisses me sir. off. That pisses me off. Because Danny K was a wonderful person. Gene <laughs> Kelly was a monster. But he was a good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he slapped Debbie Reynolds around. I'm not around. saying he was a good person. I'm saying he was a good dancer. I told you that story, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, we were watching. I, I was trying to slog through. Um, singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. Which the only reason I watch it is for Donald O'Connor and you know, Debbie Reynolds. I realized something. What? I have just realized something. I, you know, I don't like movies about old Hollywood. Right. It just, I, it does nothing for me. I, I don't think you would like Sunset them. Boulevard. It's, and I realized this might be the reason because I had this movie on VHS. It was one of the few VHSs I owned. Therefore, Didn't you ask for like Toy Story I or something? It. No, it's just like, it, it was one of those. So <laughs> let me explain something. My Nana 
every time she would get us a DVD, she never got like the popular one. She never got like, you know, Lion King or any of the big movies that were out that year. She always got something off. Haley, you want Matilda? Here, here's Little no, Rascals. No, not even Matilda. Like, oh, well, yeah. It's, yeah, I see what you You want a Little Princess? Here, here's something she that's not us, Little Princess. Like, I, I loved my Nana to death, but like she got us this. She got us Cats Don't Dance. She got us like... Was she the one who got you the last Mimsy? Yes. <laughs> she got us the last Mimsy. She got us the movie about the Winn-Dixie or whatever. Because of Winn-Dixie? Because of Winn-Dixie. She always got us these lesser known, you know, movies that the studio just went straight to DVD or VHS <laughs> Nana, or Nana, I said I had a crush on Bill Pullman, not Dave Matthews. He wakes up in the morning. Because of Winn-Dixie. I don't Dixie. know what you're doing. Dave Matthews is in Because of Winn-Dixie. Oh. He's okay. her dad. Okay. It makes no fucking sense. I, n- I never watched it. It remains Good. unopened to this day. <laughs> I can't say the same for The Last Mimsy, but that was out of sheer curiosity. What is The Last Mimsy? It's a rabbit, Scott. It's a rabbit with an alien trapped in it. That opens portals. So it's like Watership Down E.T.? Yes. <laughs> that is exactly it. Although I will say I found the bunny less creepy than I find E.T. But I digress. Yeah. Um, but so where were we? Your Nana buys you shit movies. <laughs> My Nana buys me shit movies. Um. But I honestly think this is where my hatred of old Hollywood movies starts. I really do. What if you liked old Hollywood movies better? No. No, if if it opened up with Danny dead in the pool. Yes. Yes. Remember when we watched Harold and Maude? And I was like, this is boring. We should watch Sunset Boulevard. I can't get through this. And then his legs dangle in the air. And we see him hanging there. And I'm like, fascinating. Yeah, we should watch Sunset Boulevard tonight. Okay, we'll see. Um, <laughs> no, I just said I don't want to watch movies about all the Hollywood. Um, it opens with murder. <sighs> we'll see. Anyway. <laughs> um, but going back to Sawyer, I love how we see Sawyer get her ass beat in the, like, the first five minutes. Like every interaction she has with Danny unbeknownst to her he's like the the source of her misery also he has such he has the easiest time getting a job in hollywood which is like proof of old hollywood men get all the roles women get treated like shit yeah she's literally becomes a secretary yes no chow no meow as she says that doesn't even make sense she she has to sing for her supper but she doesn't like singing or dancing or anything. Well, she fun. did until her dreams got crushed. This movie should end with them moving back to uh, where where was he from? What podunk town? I have no idea. It, it should end with them getting back on the bus. She opens up a ballet school and <laughs> and he just goes back to, you know, working on the farm. Yeah. Why not? I want to see a realistic Cats Don't Dance that ends on <laughs> such a downer, like that La ends, La Land. That ends on a compromise. That should be the movie, Cats Don't Compromise. You get the alliteration in there, too. 
Mom, Dad, what's a compromise? Well, you see, when you once had dreams, you settle for less. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want Dreams are great as long as you don't believe in them too much. That's a quote from Zootopia. <laughs> a better movie starring animals. They they were also trying to go for that that look of Danny where they're like, you once found Robin Hood attractive. Look at this cat who is clearly I wearing- I can see that, yeah. So is that the formula of, of making a lovable cartoon character make him a ginger? I mean, they are the unicorn of people. <laughs> look look at uh, Nick from Zootopia. Look at Robin Hood. <laughs> um, but there's something off with, with his face, with, with Danny's face. Like, his nose is not right. <gasps> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be in this movie, right? We've already yeah, said. Right. So it was going to be live action, which is very problematic. Partly if he... live action, right? Yes. It was but... going to be like Roger Rabbit. Kind of, but Danny, I think, was the only one who's going to be live action, which means he falls in love with Sawyer, which is very problematic. Yeah. Come on, Sawyer. You, me, and Corey Feldman are going to hang out. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, hey, are, are we hanging out but, with the talking so kitty cat? The, I just love how by the time Sawyer arrives to the office where she finally does meet Danny, she's just a wreck. <laughs> What if it An just absolute wreck? What if she just reached into her desk and pulled out like a thing of Jameson and just started pouring it into her coffee? That would have been so much better. Huh. Uh, but Sawyer, you've been twelve months sober. Well, I had one of them days. <laughs> uh, it's but, time to cash in my chips, if you know what I mean. So at this point in Hollywood, like the thing that they they. When they go to the the restaurant and they have all of the people's faces on there, the the caricatures at the restaurant. Yeah. And yeah. he wants his face on there. You have like heroes like Laurel and Hardy, but then you have people like Fatty Arbuckle who committed murder with a Coke bottle. Oh, that Fatty Ar- Fatty Arbuckle. That's, As if there's any other one. That, that that's why I'm saying this is a dark movie for What a was kid's his name? Movie. It was Fatty Arbuckle. He called him Yes, it was. It was that his Christian name? No, his his full name was Thaddeus Arbuckle. Thaddeus, so Thaddy Arbuckle. Fatty because he was fat. Oh, so they okay. He was fat. Ugh! I still remember when Martin Short was doing Jiminy Glick, and he told a bunch of kids the story of Fatty Arbuckle, and they had to cut to the censor bar. Oh my god. You see, Fatty Arbuckle would take a glass Coke bottle and he would just do. <laughs> but at this point, so you have old Hollywood, which yep. is a nightmare, and then Danny is so happy go lucky and he teaches people to dance. I want to see him more disillusioned. I want to see him like broken because when he He does become broken later in the Okay, movie. he becomes broken for 5 minutes. <laughs> no, I want to see him like leave and 2 months goes by and like he's back on the farm and he's drinking and he's having night terrors. He wakes up <laughs> screaming like ah 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 And he's shaking and he's crying and he doesn't know why. And his family is like, oh, poor Danny went to Hollywood and got kicked and he in wants the head to by da- a horse. And he tries once again to dance, but his feet are bunions at this point. It's just one big bunion. And he's so just then like, he I gets can't a- dance. So then he gets addicted there to opium. There we go. That's why cats don't dance. 
He gets addicted to opium. He's hanging out with Ray Charles. I don't think you can find opium on the farm. Maybe meth. Well, it's it's 1930s farm. Okay, fine. Not early opium. 2000s. It is. He get he gets addicted to. I don't know. Besides booze, what was going on? Uppers, downers, poppers, pillars. I don't know. <laughs> we just started making catnip. <laughs> we just, just started, catnip. Yeah, he gets addicted to catnip. Danny, you got a problem. And then you got a problem. And then the movie ends with him about to stand on a chair and hang himself. And Sawyer comes in and is like, don't do it. They sing a song and then they die. Sounds about right. Cats don't dance. (laughs) Hollywood shits on your dreams and this is what you get. (laughs) Uh, But their dreams do come true despite Darla's attempts to crush them we don't even we haven't even talked about john rice davies gimli plays a freaking woolly mammoth he does Who, play well he's not a woolly mammoth he's an elephant that does the the lion no his roar. name is woolly mammoth yeah that's his name right that's what i'm saying his name is woolly mammoth okay who plays an elephant pretending to be a mammoth. <laughs> it's like victor victoria a man pretending to be a woman pretending to be a man pretending to be a woman it's an elephant pretending to be a mammoth. Pretending yes, to be a- I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm just stunned into silence. Also, why isn't... I feel like this is a film that Julie Andrews should be in. Julie Andrews does not belong anywhere in this movie. I'm sorry. She just doesn't. Uh, Maybe uh, if it was a better movie. Fine. Off mic, I'll show you her downfalls. <laughs> Listen, I know she was the Kraken in Aquaman, but I'm not going to hold that against her. I will hold the Tooth Fairy against her, starring Drain the Dra- Drain the Walk Johnson. <laughs> Drain. Dwayne the Walk Johnson. <laughs> Excuse me while I have a sip of water. <laughs> Start Drain the Walk Johnson in Math McFarwin. <laughs> Everyone always forgets Seth MacFarlane's in that movie. Just uh. So, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna die on this hill. Fine. If you don't want Julie Andrews, Debbie Reynolds wasn't doing anything at this time. <laughs> hey, she wasn't doing anything at this I time. I mean, it's a Gene Kelly style movie. What if she recorded her voice? Let's she should have trauma- been. Let's traumatize her again. She should have been Sawyer. She can sing and she can dance. That's true. And her voice. She can dance. She can sing and dance, which makes her perfect for an animated movie. Really? Happy Feet. They. Filmed. Motion capture. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Did was motion motion capture was in its infancy at this point. At but, this point. But what they would have done is they would have recorded her tap dancing. Like they would have put a microphone up to an Apple box that she'd be <laughs> tap dancing on. They're like, hey, can we animate that? No. Okay. I'm just saying, if you're gonna do a tribute to ho- old Hollywood, get old Hollywood. I mean, the fact is. When you boil it down, this is not a good old Hollywood movie. It just isn't. You just get old Hollywood Easter eggs. Yeah, well, not even that. Know what my favorite part of old Hollywood and Cats Don't Dance was? When they had modern movies as the movie posters at the end of this movie that takes place in the 1930s. That is what I don't understand. Like, so, okay, I get it. They've become big stars now. But why are they in everything (laughs) sound of music teenage mutant ninja turtles twister 
uh, Beetlejuice, uh, tons of other. Hold movie on, there's references. a list. There's a very upsetting. Yeah, so list. at the very end, when they become big stars, we get um, movie posters for everything. Reanimated. Every, everything. Every Warner Brothers movie. I think Terminator was in there. Probably, maybe. It was very upsetting. The poster parodies at the Batman end. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, Sound of Music, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, not Batman and Robin. It was Batman. Just okay. regular. Just, just Batman. regular old Batman. Um, the Iceman cometh, but with a woolly mammoth, because that's what kids love. <laughs> they love Eugene O'Neill theater about about the union. <laughs> Because that's what kids want to see. <laughs> Movies about mammoths unionizing. Like, yeah. What, what if this was just a movie about forming a union? We already had that. It was called Newsies. That's what Newsies yeah, but is that about. that was about newspapers. That was about a newspaper union. <laughs> Run by this is an orphans. A- this is a movie about an actor's union. Speaking of orphans, do you know who we also haven't talked about yet? Uh, the tiny little happy feet penguin. Yeah, yeah, Chili Willy, whatever the fuck his yeah. name was. <laughs> They're like, hey, we need a streetwise kid who can dance and sing and possibly... coincidentally looks like he belongs in Newsies. There you go. Yes. It all comes full circle. Well, he's kind of like Bert from Mary Poppins because he does everything. He cleans up the streets. He also is in movies. He's just trying to make he a living. He gets the crap beaten out of himself by by the security guard. Yeah. They hit a kid. Yeah. But he becomes best friends with Danny and... Yeah, well, how do they become best friends? They tap dance together. Yes. That's how they bond. Again, happy feet. Can your feet do this? Can your feet do that? Are we not giving this movie a lot of credit? Was this the beginning of Happy Feet? I think. Ha- Was this the beginning of La La Land? Could this be the linchpin? I'm not gonna badmouth Happy of Feet. of all these other movies. I'm not gonna badmouth Happy Feet because it was directed by George Miller. Zootopia. Did... Oh, that was another movie poster they did. They did Mad Max and the Witches of Eastwick. Oh yes, that's right. Another. Because that that's what kids want to see. A movie where the devil played by Jack Nicholson has sex with Cher, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Susan Sarandon. Kids love that. Haley, come back. Wait, come back. Cast and dance. Kids don't love this movie. Okay. I need to go back to Danny himself, Scott Bakula. Yes. Okay, Scott Bakula at this point was not, his career was shit. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to be nice. His career had ended pretty much at this point. He did Quantum Leap, and then for years after, he couldn't really get roles. I think at this point, he did this and one of the Major League movies. Okay. And he, he just wasn't doing anything. It wasn't until, like, one of those CSI NCIS shows mm. where they brought obscure actors back. <laughs> so at this point, he was doing uh, Broadway musicals, and the, I guess the director Mark Dindel, Dindel saw him on Broadway in Chicago as Billy Flynn, and they're like, "Hey, 
Let's get that guy. <laughs> Mr. Cellophane should have been my name. You look like you could play a ginger cat. His voice also, the voices in this don't match with the animation. Um, Darla would, and Max are the only two. No, I would argue Sawyer's voice fits her pretty well. Voice, yes. Singing voice, no. No, I think so. I think she has that, like, sort of smoky voice. <laughs> I don't know. This I'm, was upsetting. I'm getting exhausted. I'm getting mentally drained talking about this movie. This movie is a brain drain. It really is. It, and, it weighs on you physically. Okay. It's How like, long do you think we've been talking about this movie? I don't know. Do I want to know? It's going to make you upset because it's not as long as you think. I'm sure it isn't. 37 minutes. Seriously? Oh, this might be one of your short ep- shorter episodes. <laughs> shorter episodes? Shorter episodes. Okay. So... The big plot is Darla Dimple realizes that the everyone actually likes the animals dancing. Here's the thing, though. They, they really don't. don't. They, they really don't. She just doesn't want anyone, like, posing a threat to her gravy train, so to speak. So do you think at this point she was also like, oh, I don't like that Cary Grant. Anyone who shows, like, uh, just an ounce of talent, she feels like she needs to crush them immediately. And Jim Stewart, like, Cary Grant, like Catherine like, Hepburn. Like Danny comes in at one point and he's like, no, we're going to show them what we're made of. And but they're in an alley. They're in a back alley. <laughs> no one is looking at you. No and, one is seeing what you have to offer. And then they go into this like doo-wop, like New Orleans, Port of Orleans, like jazz number. Yeah. And they're like, do this. Ba-doom, boom, 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 Again, boom, 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 it's like ba-doom. the jazz part of La La Land. Well, that is weird because they were living at a place called Chicken on a Stick. Wait, come back. <laughs> I hate that movie. And I hate this movie. There's at least one character you uh, like in this movie. So so that's more than La La Land. What? Who? who you do like I Max. Like? Oh, yeah, I like Max. I and like Darla. Darla. <laughs> the villain. The You're... villain and her henchmen. So in my research, it turns out that they claim, Warner Brothers claims that this movie was such a disaster, they wouldn't make another animated movie mm-hmm. until two or three years later with with the Iron Giant, which is not true, because a year later, they made Quest for Camelot. Wait, Quest for Camelot came out after Iron Giant? No, it came out after Cats Don't Dance, and they tried to hide it. Warner Why would they try to hide it? Have you seen Quest for Camelot? Well, I know that. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't think they tried to hide it. I no, did, they did because... You mean, you mean it went straight to DVD or VHS? No, whatever? it lost so much money that they don't even like acknowledge it exists. <laughs> they're just like, they're out behind the studio a lot trying to like bury the, Pretty <laughs> bury much. the film. Nothing to see here, folks! So this movie was made for $36 million and only made $3.6 million, where Quest for Camelot was made for a lot more and lost a lot more. Lost way more than $3.6 million. Yeah, and they got bigger stars for Quest for Camelot. Yeah, it was uh, Carrie Elways, Shania Twain. Shania Twain was in that movie? She's the singing voice of the girl. Oh, that's 
But she was at the height of, that don't impress me much. And they got Steve Perry from Journey to write all the songs. Okay, but there was also other actors. Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Um, Patrick Stewart in that? I think he's in that. Uh, What's his name? Eric Idle's in it. Yep, Eric Don Rickles, because that's what kids love. Old racist comedians. Yep. Um, Jane Seymour's in it. Yep, and somebody plays the who plays the villain? Uh, famous guy. I think it's Gary Oldman. Yes, Gary Oldman. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Gary Oldman in a kids movie because that's what kids love. Gary Oldman. <laughs> but that movie cost more money and lost more that they acknowledge cats don't dance before they acknowledge Quest for Camelot. You know, stick to what you're good at. Stick to what you know, and they didn't know animated movies with the with with um. Iron Giant being the only exception. Warner Brothers has some decent animated movies. Okay, maybe I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, they have Iron Giant. They have Lego Movie. Well, now I'm talking about like in... In the 90s? In the 90s. Iron Giant, and there's probably one other one. (laughs) Okay, 90s Warner Brothers sucked. Yes, animated movies yeah because at sucked. this point the only only company that was really making movies was disney or disney pixar don bluth in in the 80s but at this point warner brothers got screwed by disney because mm. this Castone dance opened up the same weekend as hercules i think mm-hmm. yeah let's talk about the ending so danny where they all commit suicide yeah <laughs> dark joke for a children's movie (laughs) anyway um no they they all hijack the um showing of darla's movie what was it called like the littlest noah or like the littlest archangel oh okay why do i remember that because your nana got you this on vhs well i love how the whole thing that incited this was during that song she's like and the dog goes woof and the chicks go cheep cheep and the cat goes here's an example of the lazy lazy songwriting she literally sings like for the animals it was different though some of them drowned too the others were just poor animals and they didn't know what to do. What animals drowned? Are we talking about like Norwalls? They showed unicorns. unicorns? That was the joke. For the animals, it was different, though some of them drowned, too. I just, like, that lyric has just, like, been banging in the back of my head. But did unicorns really die? Because I think that's how we got Norwals. Just saying. They adapted. They adapted. <laughs> Pegasus is definitely Fun fact, dead. the Narwhal's uh, horn is actually a giant tooth. Animal facts with Haley. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the littlest arc. Angel. Whatever. The littlest arc. You can't fit very many animals on the littlest arc, Scott. (laughs) She has Noah's arc. And that's what causes the problem because she said she's going to arrange... That's how stupid Danny yeah, is. Yeah, he. She says she's going to help him out and introduce him to, you know, the head George of the Kennedy. Yeah, because that's what kids love: George Kennedy from Cool Hand Luke. Um, <laughs> and but of course, she sabotages his his big 
uh, his big show. Yeah, she moment. floods a studio. Yeah. And okay, so this is the only thing I didn't like that Darla did. The only did. thing? That oh, okay. Darla did. Well, keep Darla mind. is an angel and she got screwed by that fucking dancing cat. <laughs> she didn't deserve that and Max did not deserve to die. Max dies. He doesn't die. He's, he goes on a trip. They show that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. He goes on a journey. Like, look at, look, listen, he, wor- he clearly works so hard for Darla. He's slaving away. Murdering people. In her people. kitchen. Murdering people. Cooking their bodies into delicious treats she can eat. All in a heart-shaped apron. The man needs a vacation, and you know what? He got one. Do you think Max is <laughs> responsible the for the Black Dahlia? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. As really? Dark or yes. <laughs> Answer the question, dark or yes. I, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to move this along. Okay. So the thing that they do that I hate. <laughs> The thing that they do that I hate in movies is when she finally has it with them and she yells and there's a microphone nearby. I'll do to you like I flooded the studio or like something like that. Yeah. That is lazy writing. They could have have revealed her to be a monster a different way. I feel like a lot of villains get outed through microphones. I hate, that's one of my no, least favorite tropes. No to all villains out there. If you're ever revealing your dastardly plans, make sure there's no recording devices nearby no microphones see i want i want to see like a villain who just whisper your evil plans or it's more evil or do a different language because then maybe like a quarter of the people actually hear you or i don't know pantomime <laughs> kabuki yeah kabuki <laughs> mime your evil plans i i think he either said that he's gonna flood everyone or he's gonna do a dance i'm gonna go with dance yeah dance so yeah she does that thing she's like i'll do to you like i flooded the studio and like they're like oh and she's like what i meant she's not a little angel she's a monster i will say i do love the final battle of max versus danny where he's got the giant he's on the giant darla balloon yeah but Danny gets the crap beaten out of him. He has like black eyes. <laughs> his his face is like bashed in and then he does his big dance number and he looks fine. Well, don't you know, when you dance, you heal faster. You get the blood going. Uh, you heal themselves, your blood dis- disappears. <laughs> fuck your this bruises. movie. Fuck this movie. Yeah, so fuck this movie hard. Yeah, well, when we were trying to like do our research... Uh, we were trying to (laughs) when we we did our research (laughs) only one of us does the research (laughs) and we do it about 20 minutes before we start (laughs) well okay so all of the reviews that we found for this for nostalgic value were all positive did they watch the same movie we watched listen I will say I will give it this some of the animation is good some but some of it's very quick. It's very like it, it, some of it is good. 
okay. But <laughs> none of the songs are good, or at least they don't belong in this movie. The writing is lazy. It just feels, you can tell it's slapped together. How Everything hard is, is it, slapped together. How hard is it to get Alan Menken to write a song for your movie? Like, he apparently he's really easy to get. Really? Yeah. Okay. At this at this point at this juncture. At this juncture, I think the only Disney movie he was doing was Aladdin. I don't hmm. even know if he did Hercules. Hmm. Elton John did Lion King. They could have got they got Randy Newman who was busy doing Toy Story. So do you think that he just took the songs that that Disney was like, "Yeah, this isn't going to work for Toy Story." And he's like, "Here you go." He was just passing off songs to the other studio that didn't work for Toy Story. Toys don't dance, but I bet cats do. <laughs> this cat dances. This cat was the cat, little cat, dancing feet. Oh, okay. You actually pointed it out. He would have been doing Bugs Life at this point, not Toy Story. Ah, there we go. So that's why both movies' songs suck. Once a bug, little cat. Damn it! Damn it, Randy! Get your shit together. Uh, can we get to the bagels now? Uh, one last thing. Okay. Okay. So I didn't like any of these characters except the villains. We already established yeah. that. However, there is one character I actually liked besides Darla and Max. The mammoth? No. no I didn't even like the mammoth, and that was freaking Gimli. And the agent? The bus driver. <laughs> I liked the bus driver. The bus driver is gross. No, but he's like, you're smart. Get out of town. This place does weird things to you. That is true. That is true. He tries to set him on the right path. But he fails because Hollywood just sucks you back in. It's like the mafia. Just when he thought he got out, he gets sucked back in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, how many bagels? Uh, two. Yep. Same I'm reason as it too. Same reason for me. One for the amount of cats in this movie. Really? Yeah. I'm only giving it two because of Darlin Max. Eh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> All right, so we've come to the end of Animation Month, and we are going into my self-indulgent birthday month. Yep. Hooray! Where it's all Scott all the time. Yes, not like it's not all Scott all the time on this podcast. <laughs> so um, here's a few little plugs of stuff that's going on. Um, I have a mini series called... Quarantine, quarantine still going on. Right. <laughs> I have a mini series called Where in the World is Stephen Quincy Urkel on Zero Science Network. Um, please check that out. It's only five episodes long and yep. they're actually short. Uh, I also will be starting a podcast with regular guest Lils Martin called Hell is a Musical. Is that a mini series as well? No, or no? that's a okay. flat out podcast. Okay, flat out podcast. But Got it's it. going to be less than Bagel Basket is every week. Hell is a Musical will be once a month. Got it. Because I cannot continue to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. I'll be sending out tweets. Um, I will link the Twitter for that. Mm-hmm. Th- Instagram and Facebook page for Hell is a Musical. Um which, don't get confused, it's not like the YouTube channel, Musical Hell. Completely different. Anyways, sweetie, thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Until next time, I'm Scott Carlin. 
Bye.